0: 800-754-4531.
4: Friday! Here on the program. And we got a lot to talk about here today, don't we? Oh, man, do we ever. Well, the PGR of Raw... I gotta sneeze. Mm, what a start. I should have had Semper Vivi do the show today. Ugh. Oh, I just curse from the opening bell. PGR of WWE Raw may be coming to an end, we wrote yesterday. Or we explained to you yesterday. Now, it may not be coming to an end. We're going to tell you what's going on, because in fact there is a uh, there is a lot to talk about with this story, and a lot of people have already made up their minds about this story. But uh, I'll tell you why you should never do that. But anyway, we'll say about RAW, TV14, TVPG, etc. The latest as of today. I also got notes on Cody Rhodes and his pec surgery, Adam Cole and his not labrum surgery. We've got a new NXT gimmick where they actually released the names of the talent prior to the talent actually getting their new gimmick. Unless there's a change. And sometimes there are changes, but uh, we'll get into that. Fighter Fest night one. Uh, we got the ratings for Dynamite on Wednesday, which did pretty well. And uh, more. We also have a lot of guests coming on the program today. Keith Lapinski is going to join us in the final segment of the show. Got a lot to talk about with him, Dave Meltzer, in the second segment of the show. Newest edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter is available on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com right now. Everything you ever wanted to know about everything that happened this past week. 35,000 words of, of news and entertainment in the new Observer. So we'll talk to Dave about the top stories. And you can join us today as well. 425-780-7566 is the text message line. 425 780 7566 back in a moment with more Observer Live.
5: call rate genius now
0: 800-811-7913 800-811-7913 800-811-7913 that's 800-811-7913 not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings actual offer terms including apr
3: are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle loan term and other factors
5: thanks everyone for baking your way here on this toasty morning are you all ready to jam Excellent. Before we get rolling, let's start by hashing out everything bagel will be discussing. Profit margarines are okay, but they could maybe be butter. Sorry, I don't mean to waffle. Next quarter, it's all or muffin. Did you have a question, sausage patty? Um, my name's Patricia. When you can't take your mind off breakfast, it matters where you stay. Delicious breakfast available at our Hilton family of brands. Hilton for the stay.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here,
4: Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. May I have a moment here for a quick speech? Sure. Hey, listen. If you're listening to this show, or you go online to get the wrestling news, and you follow the business and et cetera, et cetera. You have, uh, you have two choices here, okay? You can either be willing to learn from anybody or you can create your own reality, okay? Which is, is usually not right. I mean, if you enjoy living in an alternate reality from the rest of the world, you're welcome to do that. But if you actually want to know what's going on, you can, you can learn from anybody or you can create your own reality. So... This is not a new thing. Everyone always talks about social media. And this has been going on for, you know, probably a million years or however long there have been people. But you hear about it now because of social media. So, some people don't like Andrew Zarian, okay? Some people don't like me. I know that's impossible to believe, but it's true. Some people don't like me. Some people don't like Dave. Some people don't like Jim Cornette. Some people don't like Vince Russo. Do I need to go on? I think everyone doesn't like Kevin Dunn. That's pretty much a universal. But the point is, so, if you don't like Andrew, that's fine, okay? But Andrew did not screw up this TV, PG, TV-14 story at all, okay? What happened was, yesterday, there was a memo sent out that stated that this Monday, Raw was going to TV-14 okay this is 100 percent. i saw this memo andrew saw this memo i believe sean ross sap also saw this memo i I think dave saw the memo this memo absolutely positively it, it it was sent out there were discussions about raw internally both at the network and in wwe about the show moving to tv 14 on monday I heard from people that overheard Kevin Dunn talking about it. it, it, it 100%. Absolutely. Okay? Then, and I'm not, I, I have an idea why, because I was kind of given the impression that because it it got out, because it broke or whatever, they they rescinded it. But there was an another memo that was sent out that said to disregard the first memo. I saw this memo as well. I believe that Sean Ross Sapp and Andrews... Z- I believe everyone also saw this memo. This memo 100% went out. So, why? The question is not, you know, why, blah, blah, blah. The question is, why did it get rescinded? And I don't know. I kind of had the impression that it got rescinded because it got out. And as of yesterday, the word was that it's not 100% that they're not going to TV14. It does not appear they're going to TV 14 Monday, but by the end of today, maybe they will be going TV 14 Monday. There is a push from the USA Network to go to TV 14. Now, when you talk about TVPG and TV 14, one of the reasons you choose to be TVPG instead of TV 14 is for the advertisers. So it doesn't matter if WWE wants to go TV 14. It honestly doesn't even really matter if USA wants to go TV 14 if the advertisers push back against TV14 you can't go TV14 USA would like to go TV14 i don't think WWE i mean i actually i i know that WWE would as well for for reasons that are not the reasons that you think but they would like to go TV14 as well but it's not a guarantee that they will be able to go TV14 but as of yesterday the idea was it's probably going to happen but it's probably not going to happen monday and that's the story it's not even a story about well it's better to be It's better to be right than first. I did hear, I won't throw anybody out of the bus, but I did hear that one. That's not what this is, okay? This absolutely was happening, and then they changed their mind. So, you know, I could wait until everyone else reports that, and then I wouldn't be first, but I'd be right. Or I can just be right and tell you that that's what happened. So, yes, you know, if you don't like somebody, you can decide that they had to have screwed up and been wrong. But sometimes, and this goes for everybody, Sometimes someone that you don't like is right.
6: I like Andrew, by the way.
2: He's a good guy. I do, too.
6: And USA was a number one rated cable television network for 15 years. Decade and a half, 14 years, 15 years, long time. They are now struggling over the last several years to stay in contention of the top five with all the turners and the discoveries and you take HGTV and you take the Food Network and you take Hallmark. Forget about what Univision is taking on a network scale in many places. USA absolutely would like to go TV-14. You need to dot I's. You need to cross T's. There are memos that get leaked. This was one of the memos. I know of one. Everybody else is saying... What Brian said, they know of two. I think that's kind of that. And are, is everybody going to be right on every story? No, it happens. You get worked on a story. You have a source, screw up a story. You have things that happen. Even if you try to two-source it in wrestling, it's really tough. To find two separate individual sources to do things, but this is something that multiple sources had. Yeah, and may, so, may I jump in?
4: He was that's right. right. That's the point I'm trying to make. He was right, yes. okay? If, if, uh, uh, I'll give you an example. Well, anything. If, if, like, this past Sunday, when I, when I went down the lineup for Raw, there were three matches for Raw, I got them all off WWE.com. By Monday, they'd removed two of them from WWE.com, and there was only one. That doesn't mean I was wrong on Sunday. I was right. What happened was they decided not, they stopped billing two of those matches. So this is not an example of him being wrong. It absolutely 100% happened, and then they changed it. So he was right. Is that that? Yes. That's that? (laughs) That's that. Let's keep it moving. It's going to be happy when they do move TV-14. Then
6: whatever's going to say. They want to see Otis in a bikini. You think somebody said it? in ain't going to be Otis in a bikini. <laughs> why? Well, you already yacked on Bro, you on, can uh, do Otis in a bikini. Was that PG? Him yacking? Yeah! Is that the, the setup for this? He can this? barf on TV at TVPG. That's true. You can't do that on television. You get the green slime pouring down, so the barf is okay. That is uh, that is just childish in the, the way that Vince McMahon thinks about things. That's why the most remembered scene from Hulk Hogan in No Holds Barred is, what's that smell? It smells like Dookie. So... There you go, Dookie. What are you talking about, dude? I'm moving this show to TV. Uh, what's before MA? PG? No. Can I? Oh wait, kids. What's the kid one? TVY. E- T- oh, Y in that. Wait for that youth. Bef-
4: TVY. It goes TVY, then TVPG, then TV14. You then- say the f word every other. No, week I don't. There. No, I don't. Don't start rumors, Mike. Because that's an example of you being wrong. Hey, did you know, Cody Rhodes revealed he almost hemorrhaged during surgery to repair his torn pec. Oh, come on. It looked like he was hemorrhaging the whole time.
6: (laughs) Did he really? Did did he really? What did he say? I haven't heard the story yet.
4: He almost hemorrhaged? I was told last time I was there for my big checkup after PT, they are not going to give me a timeline just yet for when I'm going to be back because they're afraid if they give me that timeline, I'm going to try to jump it by maybe a month or two. They know this, Cody. I don't think people know I almost hemorrhaged in the surgery because there was so much blood. People have seen the picture of it in the match, per se, so it was pretty gnarly. He revealed that WWE had been filming a documentary on his return. I hope they didn't film the surgery with all the blood. I bet you they did. Since WrestleMania, WWE's been doing a documentary on me, potentially for Peacock. I'm positive somebody's about to text me and be like, oh, don't tell them. But either way, they're going to do this documentary. And then he said, quote, My titty exploded! And the documentary changed
6: greatly. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, equality. How many times have we heard about a titty exploding? I don't know if we can say that, FCC. How many times have you heard about an implant or a breast exploding from one of the women? So it might as well have a, the equality across the board. Cody is here for you folks. He's ended sorts such things as racism. He's ended a lot of things. And you know what? Everybody on the main field now, if you're going to blow a titty, I am too. Congratulations, Cody Rhodes. He is one of the best workers of this era. I am becoming more and more convinced. Has nothing to do with in, him inside the ring. That dude knows where he is at all times right now.
4: Back in a moment with Dave, Observer Live.
0: That's 800-298-9093.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here,
4: Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Simpervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Dave Meltzer joining us. Newest edition of The Observer, front page of WrestlingObserver.com. You can head up there as a subscriber to WrestlingObserver.com. You can read The New Observer. You can read about 2,000 back issues of The Observer in the archives, dating back to 1992. You can listen to every single one of our podcasts, back to 2005. 13,000 shows, that's a lot of shows and the New Observer, Dave, is headlined by more on this Vince McMahon story. And uh, I had a question unrelated to the issue. There's a new article about uh, this in Variety today, correct?
3: Yes, I read the article. Yeah.
4: Why in there the world a... is every article dropping on a Friday? It's like the worst day to gain any traction.
3: Um, I don't really have a good answer for that, other than, um, uh, you know, in the in the mainstream media, they actually Friday is actually considered a good day to drop an article. So, so that's why, but, uh, there really wasn't, the variety article really didn't have much in it. You know, I mean, as far as it's an article in a major, you know, media publication. So the fact that it's there was, uh, you know, was, was interesting because it gives the story legs, but there wasn't like any, what I would call new information broken in the article either.
6: Dave, um. A lot of people have been surprised, including the journal authors themselves, that there has not been a little bit more groundswell after that second article. A lot of people are taking the silence from other media sources as they may not care about it. But sometimes sources like to work things out for themselves, and Variety obviously reporting on it. They didn't do any really new reporting, but has there been anyone to your knowledge that is working on a story that you could say maybe has contacted you or do you have any idea if there's any feelers out there from anybody else that's looking into this from any level, whether it be a business point of view or a personal McMahon point of view or anything like that?
3: The only stuff I have done is a couple of radio shows, uh, you know, stemming from the second article and um, I did an, an interview with Bloomberg but I mean, as far as, uh, no, not really. And, you know, you, you would think I would be one of the key people you would go to. Um, so I would, so the, basically the answer is no.
2: Hmm.
4: So, uh, as noted, the first story got a lot of attention. Vince came out, back to like a weirdo on TV. Second story came out, lost a lot less traction. No Vince McMahon on television. And now- no, no,
3: no no ratings. The first one had a, led to a big ratings boost for Raw SmackDown that week. The second one led to nothing. I mean, I mean, I don't think that it hurt the ratings, but it certainly, you know, the numbers for both Raw and SmackDown were down, although Raw was going to be down no matter what because it was coming off of, uh, you know, or actually Raw was up. I take that back because it's July 4th, but it was down from usual.
4: So what, what do you, I mean, we've talked about this. You asked me on Sunday, like, what do you make of this? And I said, well, I'll, I'll see what happens this week. And uh, literally nothing happened this week. So now I'm starting to feel more and more that there probably is nothing coming of this. But I guess we do have to oh, wait no, no, the no, investigation no, 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 no. Is, I mean, I mean no,
3: there may be nothing coming of this. Well, I mean, the reporters from the Wall Street Journal said they're still going to be working on stuff. But, but I mean, as far as something actually coming from this, nothing is going to come of this unless something somebody, you know, really damaging comes forward or the investigation comes in and the investigation reveals something that, uh, you know, he won't be able to survive. But the investigation will come in at some point. And at that point, uh, you know, whatever it reveals is going to be the end of the story. And either probably what will end up is he'll either be back as CEO or he'll be out. I don't think there's going to be a middle ground.
4: We got uh, the G1 starting tonight, I believe,
3: actually. Um, middle of the night tonight, the yeah.
4: Middle of the night tonight. And uh, I guess you know you you this is not your favorite G1 in terms of of the lineup and the way that it's structured with everyone only having six oh, no, matches it, instead of nine
3: yeah it's it's a it's much um it's a much weaker tournament than uh you know than the than any of the last 10 years probably as far as um you know less uh less less what i would call on paper super matches because there's you know they're spread up into four blocks, so and every block has a couple of weak links in it. So I think that the match quality is going to be way down. Um, as far as excitement level, I guess we'll see. W- you know how people are into four blocks instead of two. I mean that's that's uh, you know, a, uh, you know, uncharted water, so to speak.
6: New so, psychology for Giotto, too, because you can't have that situation here where somebody goes on a losing streak or a winning streak early because you only have those six block matches. So right. it's going to really change up how he does everything.
3: Right, because we've we've had those years where a guy will lose like two matches right away or sometimes even three matches right away and then do the big comeback at the end. Or you'll have the guy start out with six big wins in a row and then you know doesn't win the block because they start losing at the end. And you really only have probably one match giveaway to do this so like say like Jay white let's say he loses if he loses his first match um but you want him to come back to win and I'm just throwing out a name uh he pretty much has to win I mean I don't I don't think you can uh with six matches I think that maybe you'll have a block where four and two if it's with with the right four and two can win but uh boy you you know I mean literally you know if you, you two losses is the most you can have and that's it now,
4: oftentimes, not always. If it is your first ever G one, you do a lot of losing. But uh,
3: uh, uh, often, yes, yes.
4: Filthy Tom is the uh, he was the Open Weight Champion for over a year. They pushed him super strong on uh, New Japan Strong, and uh, a lot of people have been looking at his block. And you know, some people have said, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he lost every match, but beat Okada. But then, of course, I don't know about that one. Yeah, you'd you'd be setting up a title match with a guy who actually lost every other match in the block. So I don't see
3: that happening. No, but no, uh, no how... they're not going to they not gonna give a title match to a guy who goes one and five in five and she won.
4: Yes. How how do you think that uh, that he will do for his his first time?
3: Oh, you know, it's hard to say. I think he's just going to be. I don't think. You know. Okay, I'm going to go two or three wins would be my prediction. Okay.
4: Now, also we got uh, SummerSlam coming up as well. We're about uh, a couple weeks away, in fact. They have uh, passed thirty thousand, but uh, well below what they did last year. Yes. Uh, but still, they are at thirty thousand, which is pretty good for SummerSlam. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts? And what is what kind of uh, like what's your feeling as how this shows can do? Because Money in the Bank apparently did. There was more interest than at least I figured there would be.
3: Um. Yeah, I mean, I get, I guess, uh, I, I actually should look that up actually today as far as like the interest level of everything. But, um, SummerSlam, I mean, the interest level will be high because of the name SummerSlam and because of the idea, whether this ends up being true or not, that this is the finale, finale of Reigns and Lesnar, who are the two biggest stars of the current era. Um, you know, that, so, so in its, in a sense, this blow off should be huge. I don't think it's going to be as, is as, as huge as, it would have been in another era by any means, but I do think it's, for this era, I think it's going to be fairly big. Um, the thing that's interesting is, I think the late August is better than late July for a date, but I guess we'll see. I just, just that my feeling is, because I know that like with TV and everything, people start getting like back to the norm by the end of the summer, but July 30th, you're in the middle of the summer, so that's a low, you know, that's when people are watching the least,
4: Well, I, I kind of also feel that, uh, I like August better. I think that the middle of August would be good. I think if you get to late August, I think a lot of people, if they have kids or they're doing that one last big summer trip before the kids go back to school. So I don't think like the last week of August would necessarily be the, the best time to do it. I think mid August would be all right. But, uh, the thing with the, the, the rains less than. They're they're
3: all, they're all, they're also head to head with UFC, which is not. Um, I mean, it's not a kiss of death because they're not on pay-per-view, but if they were still doing a pay-per-view model, going head-to-head with UFC would be absolutely stupid.
4: I also think in terms of, of interest in the main event, I mean, I know they're billing it as a blow-off and everything like that, but I think if you did a poll, I don't think you'd find one person who would say, I believe these two men will never wrestle again on a, on a big show. Yeah, I, I can't um, I, 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 unless I, some something tragic occurred. Like they're obviously going to have another match.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, like look, it's WWE and stipulations. I mean, the rule is is that you don't take it seriously because it, because they don't take it seriously.
4: You know, another thing that you talk about in uh, many of the observer issues actually is a lot of people when they see these numbers, whether it be Raw, Dynamite, Rampage, a lot of talk about man, you know, pro wrestling. These numbers used to be so big, and now what's happening? It's a different day? world. It is. And how are all of the shows doing in terms of the cable charts?
3: Well, Because um, really, it's doing well. Every uh, NXT is is usually between uh, 9 and 22 in its time slot. Um, uh, Rampage is, is sometimes 1, often 2 or 3. Well, the worst, I think, has been about 5 uh dynamite is usually one or two raw will be number one it won't be number one this week as home run derby but raw will be number one all through the summer until football season starts and then it will probably be number two all through football season so yeah i mean it's um wrestling's doing really really well on cable um when you look at those lower numbers compared to 10 years ago or 20 years ago it's it's everything is like that so it's not really you know when people do that thing it's very disingenuous people watch in different ways I mean, the things that you should look at is, you know, like, uh, you know, how many people are going to the matches. That's a really good barometer to tell you how much interest there is. And with WWE, it's low end of usual. And with AEW, for a secondary promotion, it's kind of phenomenal, even though uh, WWE's ahead of AEW. You know, so it's like wrestling's doing fine, and there's indies all over the place. I mean, the number, the number of shows on any given Friday or Saturday is ridiculously high um i mean there's certainly people with agendas that want to prove somehow that like by tv ratings that wrestling's dead but if you use that baseball's dead and it's not dead basketball's dead and it's not dead you know what i mean every every, every genre is dead based on the way people will say wrestling is dead all right but all we these are alive
7: yep
4: we have to head out i want to thank you so much for the show today back in a moment with more everybody observer live
5: you'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days don't believe us we'll offer you a money back guarantee if you're ready to start losing weight right now Call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt.
0: Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332.
5: Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you?
2: We're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
4: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I set up a very special guest today. Dr. Keith Lipinski is joining us. Mike doesn't know what's going on, but I'll fill him in as the show goes on because we got a lot to talk about here today, don't we, Dr. Keith?
7: We always do. Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. Uh, great to be on, talking to you from my spacious WCW-themed bathroom.
4: So do you actually have a WCW-themed bathroom? And if so, I, why? This, is,
7: this isn't a Zoom background, baby. This this is real. Like, well, this I, yeah, this I, is an authentic Great American Bash 1991 poster. This is a Where the Big Boys Play flag that I got from Stash Pages, which, yes, I realized where the big boys play in a, in a bathroom is not a good thing. This behind me this isn't a gimmick. This is an actual shower. Brand. Yes. Did you I, get
4: divorced? I uh, I can tell by the audio this has definitely been being uh, recorded in a bathroom. But uh, <laughs> yes. Listen, I I uh, I don't know your wife, but uh, I remember when you guys got married. You've been on the show since 2005-2006. There's no way she's letting you keep that stuff up there all the time. You had you oh, put absolutely. it up for the show. She never
7: uses this. She This, this she, she doesn't is, bathe? Is, this is, this is, this is the downstairs bathroom, like this is like where uh, I use it, my son uses it, and that's it. I Like see. Considering my son uses it, maybe I should cover up some of this this, um, Melinda Hyatt stuff. But no, uh, she's all about this. Like she realizes how much joy I have. Like she decorates every room in the house. I have two rooms. I have this bathroom, which is WCW based and also a little ECW and world class. Uh, And then upstairs in my office, it's an all Japan based uh, from the 1990s. So those are my two rooms. I get to do whatever I want with them. She gets the rest of their spacious estate.
6: I gotta be honest. I'm for this because most men are reduced to one room. They have one man cave, one office, one den, something like that. You are actually expanding out into the bathroom. This may be a good thing. You may be able to get up the steps and maybe able to get a little bit of hallway out of that deal.
7: Oh, I, I, I could potentially get more hallway if I want to. But isn't that the goal of any man, Mike? Really, when you think about it. So,
6: Keith, can uh, I
4: ask you a question? A serious question. Of course. Why do you like WCW?
7: WCW to me was in in the early '90s. To me, it seemed so much more realistic and so much more fun than WWE was. Like when I grew up as a wrestling fan, like Hogan. And those bigger-than-life characters were fun, but like Ric Flair seemed more legitimate. Sting seemed a lot more fun than Ultimate Warrior, who kept on talking to his hands. So to me, WCW always was my favorite promotion, sort of growing up. And even though someone wrote a ter- tremendous book of uh, the death of WCW, it's still I have a real soft spot spot in my heart for WCW. Recently, one of my rewatching projects has been watching all the Super Brawls, and it's been uh, quite Enjoyable until I hit like 1995 and 1996. So, and so I, we're talking.
4: I, we're talking. You're mostly a fan of of pre 98. World championship. Oh, yeah, absolutely. i absolutely I think that okay. goes
7: without saying, but I can enjoy the 99 stuff on a different level because I hate, I love torturing myself with what I'm watching nice. or sitting there and just enjoying the sort of myopia of everything that went down after that. So in the yes. Russo era, like I, I've done several Russo era rewatches and I'm still sane. So that's, still, but of course now I have a bathroom dedicated. I was going to say, us. you got a bathroom with
4: WCW so. posters all over, so I don't know if we should talk about your sanity.
7: I think I'm still pretty good for a 47, 48 year old.
4: Well, that's true. That's true. Now, when you watch these old Super Brawls, I mean, do you do you get ideas for AAW? Oh, absolutely. All
7: I'm doing is watching to rip stuff off. Right? Okay. For especially for our AEW <laughs> show live tonight on Fight TV. No, it's it's something where I I. I, I like figure out stuff that hasn't been done in a while and I'll jot it down or I'll text somebody or I'll sit there and just steal commentary quotes and send them to Joe Dabrowski or Tyler Foltz for our show tonight. Like it's those kind of things.
4: Well, here's a question for you. It may not have a good answer, but uh, I'll put you on the spot. So uh, recently uh, Impact did a Slammiversary or whatever, an anniversary show, and they brought back the the reverse battle royal, a match that no one had seen since 2006. And the reason was... Because it sucked. That's why nobody has repeated the reverse battle royal. So as you watch these old super brawls or any show, what is the best idea that you have seen that nobody had done in a long time but was actually a good idea? Because usually, if it's a bad idea, you don't see it for a long time. Sometimes, but what's the best idea? You were like, my God, how come no one's done Battle Bowl for example? Since oh no,
7: no Battle Bowl is terrible. Like every once in a while, someone will suggest Battle Bowl, and they'll be like, no, no, that is a terrible, terrible. Like we or Rod- other lotteries stink. There's been a lot of stuff where I've watched where I've been like, okay, this isn't a good idea. Uh I was always a big fan of Polly dangerously being uh, Ricky Steamboat's mysterious ninja. And I really feel that if anything, uh, res- professional wrestling in twenty twenty two, especially independent professional wrestling, needs more ninjas. So potentially, you know, basically heel managers dressed up like ninjas is is something where I think I would like to see that brought back in wrestling immediately.
4: I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Keith, but uh, our uh, he's probably not either of our friends, but Ed in San Antonio ran a show in Vegas, and uh, it was all all uh, ladies' show. And I decided, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna hitch my wagon to this young superstar, Billy Starks, and I'm gonna manage her here tonight. And oh. uh, you know, long story short, it, it didn't go as I'd planned, but I was very, very impressed with uh, Billy Starks. Then I find out she's what, seventeen?
7: She's a youngin'. She's she's actually debuting for us tonight in a four way.
4: How old is she?
7: I believe she's of legal age, Brian.
4: Well, I'm not asking like that, you creep. I'm just saying. Well, I'm
7: I'm telling you that way, you creep.
4: Well, I, I'm, I just.
7: I don't have her idea.
6: She's
4: like a year older than Nick Wayne.
6: Yes, well i have. And Nick Wayne looks kind of like a little
4: kid, and uh, you know. So anyway. R F
7: jokes here, summer baby.
4: And then she said, she she goes, I've been wrestling for like uh, I forget what she said, but it was like five years or something like that. Yeah. And then, and then you know, I don't know if she wants me to tell this story or not. I'll, I'll, I'll. so, you know, this is Ed running the show. Okay? <laughs> so he doesn't know what he's doing. And so we're sitting back there. It's like, well, when are we on? And, like, no one knows. And it's like, well, where's the line? Well, there's no lineup. There's not even a lineup for this show. Okay? So, like, he's a nice guy and all, but, you know, we're about... I don't know. We're sitting around for about a half hour trying to figure out what's going on. And then, you know, I'm going to go down and do a promo. And it's like, do we got to tell the music Has anyone told the music guy? No one's told the music guy. Okay. Well, I guess I got to tell the music guy. We're doing all this. And then I think she was like 17 or I don't know how old she was. But the point is, she's super young in this business. And she just goes, sometimes I hate this business. (laughs) 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 And I thought, listen, I've been around a lot of, I've heard that many times. But usually, you know, they're in their thirties or forties. I've never heard someone who's not—they can't even drive. I guess she can probably drive, but can't even drink. And they're already like sick of this business. This business she's, sucks.
7: She's but think about it this way: she's wise beyond, beyond her years. Oh,
4: she's definitely wise beyond her years.
6: The opposite of Ed. What is that? See, like I mean, because we talk about Nick Wayne, and obviously, we you know either Brian knows his father. Or I read. Emailed us over the years, Keith. I'm sure Buddy did. So it's like he's in the business. But Billy Wayne, I know her, her, her father, her Billy Starks. Billy Starks. I'm sorry, He's a photographer. Is it's a photographer. But there seems to be a lot of people like coming out of the Midwest, whether it be Akira or Cole Radrick or Billy. There seems to be a lot of young talent working kind of all over the place, or you know, in, in yeah, we've gone full circle back to the days of the territories.
7: It's nice. It's nice. There's a lot of really cool talent right now in the Midwest and it's, it's something where the Midwest for a while had some good runs, but it was something where we at AAW were able to have like the best independent stars around and the last three years have changed that dramatically. So it's something where we've had to sit there and go with talents that are more, a little bit more local or within the Midwest. Guys like Mr. Ren Jones, guys like Russ Jones. And I hate the fact that two guys have the same last name, but I understand now why Vince hates it as well. Like, there's a lot of really great talent out there right now. We're going to really expose a lot of them tonight on Fight TV during our Independence Day.
4: Can I uh, at some point interview big beef, Gnarls Garvin? Oh, you should.
7: He's fantastic. Like, he really has gone over proof that Chicago indeed loves beef. But yeah, no, he's great. Amazing talent. The matches that he's had in AEW with Fred Yehi and the one he recently had uh, with uh, Mike Bennett, which is now available on our on-demand site and also on the High Spots Network, uh, is definitely worth checking out. Like he, he is really someone that's gotten over with the crowd.
6: Keith, talk a little bit about how people can see you more because I remember, I mean, we talked about it a lot. You know, there was going to be constriction and a lot of things changing during the pandemic and obviously the rise of AEW. And I know it's a, it's, it's an extra thing for you in Chicago because they're always there, but. How can people see not only this show, which is on Fight TV, all your live events, but how can they go back if they do like something and check out some of the things you've done? Because there have been so many people that have gone through AAW now, and maybe people don't realize that and realize the the level of matches that have taken place over the last couple of years.
7: It's it's something where I looked. uh, Four years ago, we had a show with about 50 people on it, and about 40 of them went through WWE or AEW uh, or are there currently right now. So it's really, we've grown a lot. And you can see all our live shows, all our old shows on AEW On Demand, and also check it out on the High Spots Video Network. And then also check out YouTube. Our YouTube channel has been posting a lot of stuff. We recently put out a reaction show, which has all the major storylines and promos and vignettes for the show that's coming on tonight. And we'll be doing that shortly after tonight's show for the show that we got coming up. During all-out weekend, because of course Chicago needs to sell more wrestling tickets.
4: Which match tonight's going to steal the show, Keith?
7: Uh, I, there is a potential Hoss battle that I'm looking forward to that will be announced at the show, uh, featuring multiple men of big mass and plunder. Uh, I think the tag team title match with uh, Jossie, an incredible talker, a fantastic young uh, athlete from Minnesota, and uh, ACH versus Ace Perry and Hammerstone for the AEW Tag Team titles. I think that's going to be good. I'm curious about the main event. Right now, we have uh, former champion Fred High facing Manders earlier on in the show, and the winner of that match will face our heavyweight champion Matt Fitchett at the end of the night for the belt. So those, any of those matches could potentially steal the show. So I'm, I'm really looking forward. I think this is a really, really solid show, and I think anyone that's in Chicago that really hates rain and doesn't want to feel like going outside, come down to 115 Bourbon, get some uh cheap drinks and enjoy some really really good independent pro wrestling
4: you know keith you've been uh appearing on the show here and there since 2005 and in uh 2005 if you ran a show we'd be talking about where to get the videotape afterwards and then uh you lived through that era and then you lived through the era where people were trying to stream but it sucked and it was a failure and all people it talk. It still about,
7: sometimes sucks, though. It I mean, does, but I mean, it's, it's something where we had an issue two shows ago where the stream was down for the majority of the show, and it's just like wow. you know, I, I really was. I had in my drafts of tweets, "How's the stream, everybody?" But I decided not to.
2: Well, you
4: know, it was it was so bad at one point that it was pretty much acknowledged streaming will never work. Like <laughs> it'll never work ever. <laughs> and then uh, I don't even know what happened, but like it was like over the course of a year. All of a sudden, streaming worked for everybody. It wasn't. The technology, the technology, basically. Well, I mean, it was, but it wasn't like. knew
7: what they were doing a little
4: bit. Yeah, what, but it didn't seem like it was a slow thing. It was like, all of a sudden, one day, streaming was just a failure for everybody. And then, like, the next day, everybody was streaming. And it worked out, for the most part, pretty well.
7: And if, then everyone, everyone and their mother are streaming now. Yeah. Like, I literally could have a show in this bathroom and have it on fight for five ninety nine.
4: Well, so. I'm doing a show streaming right now from my bedroom. Look, look and back. you're in your I bathroom.
6: Yeah. And it's somehow working. Book a bathroom with broadband. But That's anyway, my my saying. point
4: cuz so we have 1 minute left is uh has this has this turned around uh, the fortunes of AEW?
7: Yes and no. I mean, it, it definitely allows us more uh, opportunity to get in people's houses but at the same time people have to give us a chance i think there's really a lot of professional wrestling that people get into right now but it's sort of a, they have to sort of figure out what they like and what they don't like so it's something where give AEW a try give us 12.95 tonight on fight and we will give you a fantastic show and uh you know hopefully you enjoy it and tell all your friends
4: all right we're gonna head to a break when we come back we'll uh plug the show everything else back in a moment observer live
0: Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
4: we in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, the doctor, Keith Lipinski. Tonight, July 15th, 115 Bourbon Street, Marionette Park, Illinois, it's A.W.'s Pro Wrestling Presents Independent Day. 6 o'clock p.m. doors, 6.45 and live taping, 7.30 bell time. Front row sold out. Front row stage sold out. Second row stage sold out. Low ticket warning for the second row. Third row going quickly. General admission is available Keith, what do we got coming up tonight? And where can you yeah, watch like it if you're not in the show, area?
7: Many, many matches. Definitely check it out. Uh, the main event, uh, our AEW heavyweight champion, uh, Matt Fitchett, will face the winner of High and the one called Manders earlier on the show. The women's championship will be decided. Also, the tag team titles with Jossie and ACH going for revenge against Hammerstone and Diamond Cut Ace Perry. We also have a humongous hoss fight, which I'm really looking forward to that I can't say that much about here because we have not announced it yet, but I'm giving you guys a little bit of the scoop. So much more action here. We have a mystery tag team partner match with Brayden Lee and a partner of his choosing versus Silas Young and a partner of his choosing. That and really so much more. You definitely have to check it out. Watch it on Fight TV. Support us. Uh, follow us on AEW Pro. We'll be doing tons of promos and videos tonight. Follow us on the Twitter. Follow us on the Instagram and everything else. And definitely continue to support independent pro wrestling because we love you.
4: My
6: God, what a professional!
4: Old Dr. Keith is. Well, I want to thank you for doing the show today, and we'll do this again the, sometime. This
6: is how old Dr. Keith is too. There was a newsletter that Brian used to that, that Brian used to have. I, you see all I those special, special thanks.
4: Yeah. Oh, he's in there for the special thanks. Wow. Yeah. I think I put him in there every single week without fail, just because he was so so loyal.
7: Is that right, Keith? I was very very loyal. Like, remember when Mike and I took over the Flying Mare for a while, and it just. Uh, the quality went down quickly. Yeah, it, it, it didn't fly it.
4: anymore after that. It was just the mayor. It was just the mayor. You called it. <laughs> anyway, we're out of time. Want to thank y'all for listening today. Mike, as always, caller, sister, Doctor Keith. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. All right, thanks everybody. All right, everybody.